0: You are now tuning into the Sincerely Shameless podcast, where our truths hurt, but so can our lies. In all things, be relentless, be shameless, be truthful, be you. What is up, Sincerely Shameless podcast? What is up, Shameless community, friends and family? How are you? What's good? All right. So I am officially recording from my desk with a mic, looking out into these meek, humble highway, (laughs) because that's my view from the desk. And let me tell you, last week I tried to bring you guys something, but I was recording from my closet and I love Sarah Jakes Roberts, but I don't see how she does it, okay? It is a hard work. Also, her closet has a desk and a chair. My closet does not. So what's up? What is going on in your world? Yes, this is the season finale, and I can't be happier. I couldn't be happier. And I don't think I would be any happier if it wasn't. Y'all, those features I promised you, that was work. There was a stretching in there, okay? There was a stretching. God said, I'm gonna need you to stretch because I'm gonna need you to reach. And honey, when I reached, I better had stretched. And thank God I did by the time the third episode rolled around and your sister was gonna still be cranky. But um, I wonder how y'all felt about that. I wonder if you loved seeing features and from friends and people that I consider to be close family of mine, sisters of mine, even having our first male feature on there speaking about relationships and dating. I wonder if you guys love that. Definitely please do slide in my DMs and let me know. I'll be honest, I loved it. It was a lot of fun once the recording began, but let me tell you, preparation was a thing. I don't know if you know this. I'm sure you know this, but let me tell you, You must prepare a thing so the thing can manifest how you thought the thing can. And um, emailing, getting with different different schedules, working a full-time job, doing this full-time, assisting and aiding and praying for my father full-time, trying to grow my edges, drink my water full-time, trying not to break a bracket, okay, full-time. And then that, listen, it was work. But it was good. I felt like it was fruitful. I saw the numbers increase, so I'm excited to see that. I'm glad that it touched your hearts in more than enough ways. But of course, you know, we got a season finale to do. We have a season finale to do, and I don't know what you've got going on, but I'm going to tell you what I got going on, because of course, the season finale is going to capture the essence of that and hopefully leave y'all with some nuggets while I go on break. So, just to update you guys and keep you all in in the know, I am still residing in Dayton, Ohio, on the north side. I have made it through my very first brutal winter. And, no, I'm not talking about a little dusting and snow. I'm talking about feats of snow, people. Feats of snow. I'm talking about whole thigh-high boots that are snow-built. Um, starting my car up for 30 minutes so that I don't crack a gasket. And... um, Still fighting the pandemic too. So it's been interesting. Uh, I feel compelled to update you guys on my love life, but that's one of the little lessons I'm going to talk about a little later. So we'll pause there. Um, As for family, it is is all well on a home front, but more importantly, purpose is what's mattering these days. So that's what's important for me right now. So I didn't script this out, this podcast out. I don't have a structure that I want to kind of give. I really just wanted to wrap up what we experienced as far as the last nine episodes and then just close it out with a season finale that is worth your time. So having features on was phenomenal. Let me tell you, it taught me a lot of things. I grew in areas that I did not think... I needed to grow in and more so wasn't necessarily ready to grow in. But when you combine a purpose to another purpose or you're connected, it's it's a work. You got to communicate. You have to be honest. You have to be open. You have to be assertive. Um, so just to give you guys a little bit of background. Just because I am a well public speaker, so I believe I am a well public speaker, does not mean whoever I'm featuring will be. Also, when you feature somebody, you cannot control the narrative. They are going to say what they want to say. And unless you want to sit up for hours out of the day editing bits and pieces, then, well, you're going to get what you're going to get. Okay, and that's the beauty of it. That's the true essence of a feature. Another lesson that I learned is it is okay to admire and bring someone on. And if it does not work, you can scratch it. So I was in a position to where I loved the person, loved the content, loved the, um, the information that was coming, but it just necessarily did not fit. And um, most importantly, just being able to truly ask for what you want. You know, the scripture says you have not because you ask not. And I know for myself, I tend to teeter-totter on asking for something that I feel is more possible versus then asking for something that I really want. And so I got to experience that when I asked features, I went for the people who I really wanted. And I didn't ask for the secondary or the third person, I asked for who I really wanted and it was up to them. And I did receive some rejection, but it was not a lot of rejection and rejection is not always bad. So that was one of my lessons that I learned when it came to featuring. So hopefully we can do a lot more of that within the Sincerely Shameless podcast and within the shameless community. Because, honey, it grew me. And what you go through, you grow through. And honey, sis, just got a little bit taller. (laughs) Okay, so um, another thing I wanted to speak to you guys about, and I think this is going to be the bulk of um, the podcast, is access. This entire year, I've been feeling, I've been hearing access a lot. I've been thinking about access and I've been feeling like I have access. And when I say access, I mean, allowability to tap into the fullness of a person place or a thing and naturally we think that's very simple like I have all access but I I like to give you guys an analogy so think about back in the day when B2K used to have those um, concerts right so you had some people you can buy your tickets on Ticketmaster you um, could either be sitting in what was it the balconies like I never been to one so I'm only imagining but this is good for the analogy. You could either be sitting in the balcony. <clears throat> you could be sitting in the mezzanine. You could be sitting in the opera. But then it was a select few. If you listen to High 107.9, they would say if you're caller 107, you would have an all-access pass. So all-access pass meant you could, you could arrive early and kick it with the people. You had backstage seating to see the concert and then afterwards you can hang out. And um, when I think about that, I'm like, man, I feel like a lot of stuff we have all access to and we're really not tapping into it. So now we're gonna segue and go into a story where I was calling myself trying to date a young man. Met a young man on the Facebook swipe thing or whatever, I guess I must have swiped right, I reckon. And um, this person was like, hey, well, you know, we should we should link up. We should hang out. And I'm like, cool. And I was very, um, very clear on what it was that I was interested in. And I asked and vice versa, what is it that you're interested in around in that arena? Well, I guess that conversation had an expiration in his mind because a month later, the I don't know, their behavior changed. And I started getting these you up text messages. I don't know, ladies, y'all got those you up text messages where they really just text you and up in a question mark. And the first one, I, you know, hit them with a soft, you know, soft little warning like, hey, like, I'm not up. And if I was, it's after 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. Really, I got to be at work. I have things to do. I have a full schedule. So even if I was up, I'm not up for you. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Second time, you up, boom, hit him in the morning, hit him with a phone call like, hey, yo, listen, I really appreciate it. If you wanted to communicate with me around those time frames, at least A, schedule that, let me know um, and or B, don't. I remember saying to myself, Lord, I really do not want to have to have another conversation with this young man. So I get another you up text. You guessed it. And I finally just realized this person is not only disrespecting me, but disrespecting the access. When you think about it, when a person has your number and when a person has your attention and the possibility to your heart, you have all access pass. And it bothered me to my core that this is the, that this is how you want it to show up with your all-access pass. It's kind of like being a believer and never reading the Bible. That's an all-access pass. You don't know what you have access to. It's like a family member dying and being a millionaire, but you never read the will. It's a misuse of access. And I don't know if y'all can feel me on this one, but... It was so interesting to me to see that. And I kept thinking about that and it it propelled me to look at everything else. I'm like, dad, what friends do I have who misuse their all access pass? People do it. It's, It's inevitable. Sometimes they don't know that you're gifted and talented in other places. So what they do is treat you casual. And it's like, well, wait a minute. You know how many people are begging for me to to hang out with them because they see the gift on my life and they see the blessing and you want to treat it casual? Well, I don't know about that, right? I don't know. So I guess I just want to challenge you on this podcast, Elness this season finale, is to assess your access. And see who you've given all access passes to. And see whose needs are revoking. Like your barcode no longer works at the scanner, bruh. You can't get in. I mean, it's really, it may even be your job. You may be so talented and gifted and then intelligent and then qualified, certified and skilled and you're working low level. And then they treat you common. It's like, well, listen, <laughs> never been common, you know? And so they abuse the access. And it's it's hurtful to see. It's ho- hurtful to experience. So I'm not necessarily sure where you are in your life, but I challenge you to question the access that you give, question who has all access passes, and see who needs to be promoted, who needs to be demoted? Who's, whose barcode just needs to be deactivated? I've personally have had to look at the season in my life right now. And you guys, I'll be honest, the season of my life that I'm in right now, I am unfortunately unable, fortunately not to give too many things too much energy because I'm, I'm now mindful that when i give it energy i breathe life into it and if it's negative and all i can do is talk about the negative then i'm breathing life and negativity and woe unto myself to be mad that the negative bubble is bigger than the positive bubble right so with that i have all access with girlfriends and you know family members and the whatsoever have used and it's kind of like ah we got to revoke that pass. And it's just contingent upon the season. So I'm not sure where you are in your walk. I'm not sure where you are in your journey, but we all have access to certain people, places, and things. And then we all grant full access to certain persons, places, and things. And I just want to make sure, for your sake and for my sake, that those all access passes are diminishing who we are as our person, as in our character and our gifts and stifling and just taking away. And so when I consider all access, all access, I think of presence, Had my presence, your presence, that's a big deal. Your support, my support, that's a big deal. Unconditional love, the unconditional love where you knock on my door and you tell me some foolishness and I'm like, sis, just come on in and sit down. It's cool. No judgment. And then it's purpose-centered. So when you think of your access, when you give that out, I don't know how you um, define your access, but I know mine is along those lines of presence, unconditional love, support, and purpose-centered. That mean anything, any area you may be weak in, I'm strong in or I know somebody who's stronger in it, you know? And it's only to build you up that access, and you got an all access pass to that. When I think about that, it's valuable, and I understand why you can't give it away to everybody. But somewhere along the lines, we were taught to be generous and kind, and so we handed out freely. I want you and me to consider our all access passes. So, you guys, I forgot one important tidbit before we wrap it up. The power of choice. I just want y'all to know this. I'm going to go ahead and call myself out. I'm not going to call nobody else out because I can only speak about me because that's the life that I'm living, okay? Listen, the power of choice is so powerful because you get the opportunity to choose for yourself, all right, so let me tell y'all, let me tell y'all, I'm gonna get y'all to real, I'm gonna get you a ready? Okay, listen. So I was talking to my therapist and she asked me a question. She asked, well, Sarah, well, why did you respond that way? And I said, well, because the way I was brought up, that is how you respond to things when they come up against you. And if it's a violent response, then that's just what it's gonna be. She said, okay, cool. I said, bet. So you understand? She said, yeah, cool, that's cool. I said, bet. This is why I pay you. That's what I was thinking, right? So I almost slipped and said it. Then she said, you know, Sarah, that is a valid reason. I said, I know. Y'all, I felt validated. And ain't nothing like feeling validated when you know you're wrong, okay? She's like, and you do have a reason. I said, your doggone skippy. You've heard these sessions. It's me and you in here, girl. You've heard these sessions. She said, You had a you had a reason, zero through 18. For sure, you for sure have a reason from zero through eighteen. From eighteen and up, you have a choice, y'all. That pierced my spirit and my soul so hard, so hard. I started to hang up on her, but I I didn't because I'm paying for the session. I said, "Well, just who do you think you're speaking to?" She said, (laughs) "She was like, listen." You. And I said, okay. But what do you mean? She said, listen, those will always be good reasons to respond the way that you do. But now that you know that that's the reason, now you can choose to respond differently. You know how that ends. I said, oh, no, she is not reading me too. Felt like this in a pandemic. But I was grateful for it. I was thankful for it. And she says, so my question to you is, how long are you going to allow your reasons to dictate What your future looks like, sis, listen. I was mind blown. I was like, how long this session? (laughs) She was like, we just got started. I said, oh my gosh, I cannot sit here with the salt face through the rest of this session like this. Needless to say, it was true. We all have a reason for how we can respond. We all have a reason for how we can treat people. But some of us do not use our better choice. And that leads me to say that the the choice is yours. The choice is 100% yours. If you don't want to live your life, don't live your life. You choose that. If you want to go after every single day with vigor and excitement, no matter what the obstacles present, then do that. If you want to tread lightly because you don't want to step on folks' shoes, do that. If you prefer to play it safe, do that. But the choice is yours and your reasons no longer can define your future. And that was probably one of the most powerful things I had had someone say to me. And it's a shame she, I had to pay for her to tell me that. (laughs) But that's why I'm going to give it to y'all for free. The power of choice is probably one of the most powerful tools that you have under your belt. And I suggest you use it. All right, y'all. As we close out on the podcast, I know the access was, that was something, definitely something to think about. But as we close out on a podcast, I want to encourage you and myself and a friend of a friend of a friend To stay, I wanted to say to stay to be, uh, to stay encouraged, to stay encouraged. And um, one of the biggest things that I find to be helpful while staying encouraged is gratitude. Gratitude. I'm not sure what muscles you are flexing in this season, but mine has been gratitude to look at a thing and to believe it to be something far greater, to be grateful for the little things, to be grateful for working bowels, to be grateful for seeing eyes, hearing ears, touch sensories on my fingers, to be grateful, the gratitude it's taken me to another level. And um, what I will say is go ahead and start flexing those muscles. Love, joy, peace, gratitude, thankfulness, happiness, um, excitement in your off seasons because in your on seasons, you're gonna need them. You're gonna need them. You're gonna wanna go to the the emotions bank and make a withdrawal. Can't withdraw where you made no deposits. So as we close the season, which I'm elated about, I just want you guys, including myself, to be ye grateful. Be grateful for every day that you wake up with air in your lungs. You are that much more closer to pursuing purpose. Um, be grateful that every day that you wake up, you get to love a little harder You get to love yourself a little more and you get to hug a little tighter. I know that's a very base level thought process of gratitude, but in order to appreciate the big things, you definitely got to be grateful for the small things. And so if you find yourself stumbling in this season, if you find yourself getting weak and asking for things and you're not seeing them manifest, or you're you're praying and you're praying and you're praying and you're just not. You just feel like you don't have a direct line to the blessing. Don't forget don't forget the previous days and meditate on those. Laugh about those. Experience joy about those because gratitude will take you far, far further than an attitude. Y'all see how I did that. <laughs> All right, guys, listen, family, friends. Shameless community, listen, y'all are the real goat of the season. Thank you. Thank you so much for sticking with me during this trying time that I'm experiencing also myself. Thank you for loving on me, showing your support. Um, Thank you for just listening and sharing with your friends and family. I appreciate that. I see your works. I hope you guys have a blessed break. Continue to feed your mind with something positive and enlightening and exciting and impactful. And I will see y'all for season four. And be blessed, be loved, and be you. Thank you so much for tuning into the Sincerely Shameless Podcast, where our truths hurt, but so can lies. In all things, relentless, shameless, truthful, we are becoming. If you would like to feature yourself for the Woman of the Week, please be sure to visit theshamelessbrand.com and enter your information in the contact form. If you would like to announce one of your ugly truths, and of course it's anonymous, please be sure to visit theshamelessbrand.com and enter that information in the contact form. Also, if you'd like to hang out with me on Instagram and Facebook, please be sure to visit She so Two O's Shameless. See you next week.